0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host on the I'm the bomb. It is March 26, 2021. If you're listening to this right now, you probably saw that this week's episode was late, and it came out with this newscast today, so you're getting double double time. Um, it was kind of a big episode, and I just, you know, I, I this past week I just fudged on scheduling everything. Everything was going wrong, and I was just like, God, oh, what the fuck am I doing, dude? Yeah, so that was completely my bad, so I'm so sorry. But I, I thank you guys every week for listening and being patient when we have these these hiccups. So really appreciate it. So thank you and I hope you enjoy the new app. Um this week is a pretty solid week. We just got, you know, non anime news of course. Uh not as much as anime news, that's for sure. And, you know, I got uh I got a little little opinion at the end about uh some stuff. So let's check that out, of course, obviously. Um but yeah, first of all I just want to start out by saying um Rest in Paradise, Jessica Walter, she died uh, a little bit ago, Um, she was 80, so she was um, on Play Missy, Play Missy for Me, Arrested Development, and she was on Archer, and she was amazing, she was hilarious, so yeah, rest in peace, Jessica Walter, we love you, we love you so much, um, let's get started. I got some video game news and not like movie news kind of things, kind of scattered all over here because I didn't put them in order like a dummy. But um Mo Move Louvre, Project Meekall, PC Switch game delayed till August. This was kind of like that. So love verse was kind of like this um uh th- virtual theme park anime GB characters kind of thing. And then Project Meekall was like this big robot um combat game um they're both delayed until august so if you're excited for that you gotta wait a little longer um we got finally a full trailer revealed of tekken 7's new dlc character lydia sobieska um she's the fucking she's she's the second part of the second half of the season four pass and will include the island paradise stage um she's supposed to be like she's supposed to be like the 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 prime minister of of Norway or something i forgot what it said i can't find it i cannot find where it said it damn it i am so sorry guys um but like here actually you know what here let me google it real quick let me look it up lydia Sobieska. she's dude, she's fucking cool she looks super fine fine as wine super fine fine as wine she's just really cool like karate she does like karate like oh she's the prime minister of Poland excuse me she's the prime minister of Poland within the Tekken series and this is her debut um, she's also known as the Right Honourable Lydia Sobieska Prime Minister of the Republic of Poland and she is named the strongest member of Parliament um, she vows to win the King the King of Iron Fist Tournament um and she's being threatened uh by the Hayachi Mishima. Uh, Mishima Industries, Mishima Zaibatsu Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I I I don't know much other than that. All I know is that she's like she's like thirty some years old or something, and she's the prime minister of Poland, and she does fucking karate, like, like straight up, like it looks like Kyokugen karate, like open hand throw you around, get wrecked karate she looks fine as wine uh ghosts of tsushima movie is on the way from the director of john wick and it's really funny i saw this tweet the other day that was like people were saying oh i wonder who was going to play the main actor and somebody retweeted it and it was like how about the actor who played the fucking main character because <laughs> like obviously they used it they based it off of a, a mocap actor um a japanese man and um forgive me for for not knowing his name right now, but hopefully that movie will be cool and it'll stay true to the game. As I heard that that game is fucking dope. Um, Animal crossing new horizons. Island tour creator is available now and here's how it works. Um, Earth day event coming up and even more updates on the way. A new feature has arrived just in time to make celebrating those epic creations even easier. The animal crossing new horizons. Island tour creator is available now. It's a neat tool, one that allows for an easier way to share those impressive homesteads. For those interested, here's how it works. How the Animal Crossing... Okay. After one year post-launch, your island has got to be looking pretty sweet by now. Da-da-da. Let's see. Okay, there's a bunch of fluff fluff writing. Um, it's designed to work on mobile devices. When you boot it up through this link, you're going to need to scan the QR code to gain full access. Once scanned, it will open up in your mobile browser and ask you to select your language. After that, it will ask you to link your Nintendo account to the service. So it's like a browser service, I guess. And once you're logged into that, a new screen will populate. And Tom Nook will once again take center stage to walk you through the various features. You can make a poster or a trailer and enter whatever assets you'd like to make it pop. One thing to note is that you'll need to have your screenshots either on your Twitter through account linking or already preloaded on your smartphone. Once done, you can port those assets into the template using the Island tour creator for a more creative spin. The trailer creation tool allows you to use up to three features, including photo op home neighbors, Home, Neighbors, and Fashion. There are nine categories in total. Choose your three, upload the associated screenshots, and get crafting. That's pretty funny. That's that's pretty cool. I think that's a cool feature. This uh, Animal Crossing is a great example of buying the game once and then just getting all these awesome little updates to make the game better. You know what I mean? Not paying for any extra shit or anything wild like that. I mean, I guess you could say, like, Amiibos or, like, the Hello Kitty Amiibo things, you know? Um, but I want to say that's more of, like, a Sanrio decision than it is like nintendo you know what i mean so obviously like you know there's that but like as, as far as like updates to the game and gameplay goes there's not anything you have to pay for you know what i mean which is really cool so anyone who buys the game right now i mean you're just getting you're just getting the game in a way better state than when it first came out you know what i mean so for the same price as from whoever bought it last year which is perfect Um, World of Warcraft Burning Crusade Classic beta has started. That's pretty cool. So if you want to play the Burning Crusade and World of Warcraft Classic, you can totally do that now. So that's super sweet. Uh, The 3DS is 10 years old tomorrow, you guys. The Nintendo 3DS launched March 27th, 2011. Can you believe it? Um, Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, uh, Samus Returns, Metroid Picross 3D Round 2, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, Persona Q, Smash Brothers for the 3DS, Link Between Worlds, Animal Crossing New Leaf, Fire Emblem Awakening, Mario 3D Land. These are all great games that you should have on the 3DS if you do not have a 3DS. I have, let's see, I think I have two of them. I was given one by uh, a patron in uh, a mod. Shout out to Sean. Thank you so much. And I acquired another one for um, $5 because I bought it broken, quote unquote. And all it needed was a new back and a battery. So it works, which is really nice. So I have two 3DSs. I love the 3DS. I think it's a great console. It has a lot of great games on it. I mean, if you get a 3DS now, now you could probably find a nice, perfectly working one for like 50 to 60 bucks maybe, you know, on Craigslist or eBay or something. And I think that's worth the money because there's about 10 games for it that are really great. Um, More than that, in my opinion. But, you know, uh, great to have in your collection. Uh, Soup Pot is coming this August. And basically what this is, is this is, uh, you know, a a VR game, but with cooking. So it's really fucking amazing. You know, it's like, you know, Surgeon Simulator or whatever the fuck that is. And, uh, you know all that shit but you're cooking you know it's fucking like cooking mama but vr which is badass um and it looks sweet you you can bake and stuff like that um there are over 100 different dishes you can craft in soup pot while you try to while your potential audience on the stream (laughs) that's pretty cool man i love that that's sweet um it's framed around live streaming your cooking and checking out those sweet comments on social media that's right. Prepare to be evaluated on your performance in humorous ways, both positive and negative. It's important to state that here that there are, there's no emphasis here on perfection. This isn't a game where you go you're going to be fearing a fail state or a game over screen. You just have to show off those sweet dishes. Um, that's pretty cool. That's actually a nice concept. Um, the first trailer for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad came out, and it looks really cool. I'm hoping that'll be awesome. And yeah, dude, that's gonna be sweet. I mean. Honestly, so recently I got tattooed um, and I went to this, the, the tattoo shop I went to is like a super nerdy place. It's really cool. There's like figures and artwork everywhere uh, of just like anime and comic and nerd, just nerd shit. And so they had a TV in there with a Roku and we watched the Snyder cut um, while we were getting tatted. And I haven't finished it yet. Uh, we got to the part where um. I got to the part where, uh, I think it's it's about halfway through. I think about halfway through, it's already a different movie. It's it's very wild. It's super wild. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I it's a great movie. I'm glad that they cut off, cut out all the stupid like cheesy, really cheesy dialogue that just didn't work properly. In my opinion, Um, I don't know for some reason in Avengers it works. You know because like those are the characters you kind of expected from them. In, in the DC movies with the characters and the way they were being built before this movie, it doesn't work. So, like, when Joss Whedon took over, I think he just fucked it up. And yeah, honestly, fuck Joss Whedon. He's, he's dumb. Um, but yeah, The Suicide Squad looks sweet, and I'm excited for the DC uh, EU now. You know, and I wasn't before, and I kind of am now. So, it's, it's really cool. Speaking of the Justice League Snyder cut, there's a new thing that's a new trend going around first. There was hashtag release the Snyder cut. Now there is hashtag restore the Snyderverse, verse because it, they came out and said that technically the Zack Snyder's version of Justice League is technically not canon to the DCEU. Devoted fans of the Snyder's Justice League have succeeded in getting the hashtag restore the Snyderverse to trend worldwide with over a million tweets. According to discussing film, a new site, the Restore the Snyderverse hashtag, appeared under Twitter's Entertainment Trending Topics on March 25th. With the description, fans are campaigning for the Snyderverse to be completed by Justice League director Zack Snyder, allowing him to finish his DC Extended Universe plan. The screenshot shared showed hashtag Restore the Snyderverse at 1.1 1. 1 million tweets. Snyder Cut fans coordinated to tweet Restore the Snyderverse at specific times worldwide in order to convince Warner Brothers to allow Zack Snyder to continue his vision of the DC Extended Universe. Um, the, the Snyder's Justice League contained numerous Easter eggs and teases for sequels to his Snyder Cut, most notably in the film's nightmare epilogue scene and the appearance of... Well, I don't want to say. Um, anyway, the nightmare, for those of you who don't know... Um, is like a vision in which Batman has about the future. And the Snyder version of it is just way better than the original. And uh, it's just really sweet. And there was other characters that we saw uh, in this movie, in this cut, that was not in the other one. So there there was all these plans to kind of throw in these little Easter eggs and things to make this extended DCEU planned by Zack Snyder. So that is what people are talking about, obviously. So I don't think the Restore the Snyderverse hashtag is meant to be like, okay, well, you know, fuck James Gunn's the Suicide Squad and fuck uh, the Wonder Woman director, um, and all that, and the you know the 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 all that stuff. You know, I don't think that's what it is. I think they're just saying like, Zack Snyder had an idea for the Snyderverse that could have rivaled the MCU. And we need it to happen, you know, and so that it makes a lot of sense. Or the Static Shock director, by the way, who is being played by Michael B. Jordan, which I'm excited about. Um, uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter, a th- athlete-turned-filmmaker Randy McKinnon, known for co-writing the 2020 Disney Plus original film Safety, has been enlisted to pen the upcoming Static Shock film, um, DC movie, very sick. Michael B. Jordan is fucking perfect for it. I mean, it's Michael B. Jordan, It's which is really cool because now we get to see Michael B. Jordan as uh, a villain in the Marvel Universe but a hero in the DC Universe, so that's really sweet. Um, but, yeah, it's got this whole thing has got me excited about the DC Universe, movie Universe now, so that's really sweet. Story of Seasons, pioneers of all of town. We've been getting so much news about this. It's really cool. I'm really excited. Um, this is basically the next Harvest Moon game. And it looks amazing. Um, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of All of Town. It basically, you know, if, you're, if you've are if you ever been a Harvest Moon fan, honestly, Harvest Moon is the fucking game that came out on the Super Nintendo all the them years ago. That game, what, what is that fucking meme? How do you kids say it? That game walked so Animal Crossing could run. You know what I mean? Like, So this comes out on the Switch, and it's going to be sweet. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, the game also provides a museum similar to Animal Crossing where you can donate your treasures, fish, photos you've taken of the wildlife and the town, of of Town. Um, the story is a little different this time around, whereas before in other Story of Seasons games, you were kind of like in a family of farmers, you know, where in this one you play a kid who moved away to the city and he decides to take over a farm in a small town, the small town of Olive Town. So it's going to be cool. It's going to be sick. I'm excited for that. Final Fantasy XI mobile game reboot has been canceled. Why? I don't. I. You know what? I don't even know why this is news. Why would anyone play Final Fantasy XI on mobile? Dumb. I'm sorry I mentioned that. Please. Please punch me in the face for even bringing that up. Stupid. Final Fantasy XI should not be played on any device other than the ps3 or ps or pc okay just leave it bitches new pokemon toyland revealed for the 25th anniversary we getting some fucking legos bitch oh no it's not even legos it's mega mega constructs from mega blocks um they come with a pokeball you put them together i always thought like lego pokemon or mega block pokemon look fucking weird You know, because it has all the bumps and shit. I don't know. It just looks goofy. I would rather just have an action figure. But for those of you who like to build and you like Pokemon and you like Lego things, there you go. Um, Transformer movie taps Defender, Showrunner, Blue Beetle director. According to THR, the Defender, Showrunner, Marco Ramirez, will pen the script. And the project will be held by newly appointed Blue Beetle director uh, Angel Manuel Soto. So there you go. Uh, That's really cool. Uh, You know, Transformers movies are not really good anymore. I don't really care about them. But, you know, I'm not sure if this new Transformers movie is supposed to be part of... It's under Paramount Pictures, so I assume it's a part of the the other movies. But I'm not entirely sure. What I did read is... I did read another article, and I don't know why I don't have it up right now. But I did read that this new Transformers movie is going to have no humans. It's going to be a completely, like cyber it's all in space cybertron if there's any humans in it it'll be like um you know the the humans that that are scientists that work on cybertron you know things like that um or they'll be like humanoid martian people or something they will not be like earthlings you know what i mean so yeah that's what i heard at least i hope that's the case um Uh, melty blood type Lumina. We're finally, it's finally coming into 2021 and it is coming out, um, on PlayStation four, Nintendo switch and Xbox one. The price is undecided. And, um, I thought it was going to come out on, um, PC, but I guess it's not. So maybe I'll get it for the PS4. Um, but yeah, again, melty blood is really cool. It's supposed to be a prequel to the, the the Melty Blood series, so it's probably going to have less characters. But if you're into Melty Blood, there you go. Uh, Reggie Phil's AIM has retired from GameStop's board of directors just one year after he joined the company. Phil's AIM is one of the eight directors who are set to retire from the board at GameStop's 2021 annual meeting. Uh, the remaining board members will largely be made up of directors relatively new to the board with many of the company's more established directors leaving along with Phil's aim. So, yeah, who knows what he's going to do after this? Maybe he's just going to retire. You know, I mean, he's built up a pretty huge career after everything. So I'm not sure. You know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's what. Okay. Uh, But that's it for all the non-anime news. Um, Again, you know, if, if I missed anything that you want me to report on, or there's just something that I'm not reporting on that you want to hear about, let me know for non-anime news, and of course the anime news as well. But now that that's done, let's move on to the anime news, but first let's take a small break right here. Boom, check that out for me, okay? And always links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Where to subscribe, where to follow, social media, you can join our Discord from there, and also patreon.com slash anime summit. You you can become a patron Say, give a Smokey his wings, all right? He'll go to your house. And he'll fix your plumbing. Uh, He's a cat, so I don't know how long that'll take him, but he'll do it. Um, And and honestly, you guys, I I just... I I know I say this a lot, but I feel like I don't... I feel like I don't say it enough, honestly. I love you guys so much. I love the uh, the patrons and and people who aren't patrons. I don't care. Just all you guys who listen. Um, All y'all who listen, just... means a lot to me and I feel like this year and during in 2020 during the the beginning of the pandemic we started making more connections and getting bigger and I can see it now the payoff of everything you know cuz I kind of felt like we're going into 2020 you know we didn't know the pandemic was going to happen in, in March or whatever but like going into 2020 I was like dude we're going to make it happen right and we did you know, we had AntutubeCon and we did some other stuff. You know, we did, we had some amazing guests on, made more connections, and I thought, man, it's only going to get better from here. And three months into, well, almost yeah, three months into 2021, and I can just see it now. You know, it's so amazing, and it's literally all because of you guys, and the you guys. I just need you guys to to make it with me. You know what I mean? Um, I'm okay because you guys are okay, and you're listening to us every week. Um, And I just, I love that. I love that. So thank you very much, and I love you guys very much, so I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, But yeah, let's get started on the anime news. Here we go. Netflix contracts Toho Studio facilities in Tokyo for a live-action Yu Yu Hakusho series. Now I know what you're thinking you're probably you're probably going wow fuck you guys you're going to ruin it but they're contracting a japanese studio to adapt this japanese property that is a story that takes place in japan well for the most part cuz the demon world obviously but like that's the best part about it there's there's not they're not trying to you know just make some like you know North American adaptation or Canadian adaptation or something where it's like the characters are different and they're they're you know named different they're they're keeping it traditional they're hiring they're they're contracting Toho Studios in a Tokyo soundstage and and everything for for adapting this so it's going to be a Japanese studio doing a Japanese show so I think that's that's the key there okay. I'm not trying to get into, like, the, the whitewashing topic or Asian washing or any of that shit. I'm not getting into any of that. I'm just saying we know how this plays out. You know, we've seen it happen before, and it leads to all these – it leads to everyone going, wow, they're going to fucking ruin this. But, no, think of it this way. The live-action Rurouni Kenshin movies, those are Japanese. They're Japanese films made in Japanese theaters in, or uh, Japanese studios, Japanese sound soundstages. Um, and so – and by Japanese actors with Japanese writers, you know what I mean, because it takes place in Japan. So I mean, I feel like this is perfect for Yu Yu Hakusho. You know, whereas it like like compared to Netflix's Cowboy Bebop, right? I mean, that is just all all kinds of people. You have fucking Martians. You got people living on different moons and stuff. Uh, you don't really necessarily know the race of of some of the characters. I mean, you do for a lot of them, but like not like half of them you kind of don't, you know, especially some of the cuz the show's episodic, right? So there's so many characters. You know, like you have characters what you think to be Italian, characters that are are clearly African, some that are that look, you know, Latin, uh characters who are fucking white as fuck. You know what I mean? Like and it's it's amazing, you know. So like that one was kind of like it's a little more forgivable, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of easier. There's there's not like a set you know, race for some of those characters. And here you have the Yuhaku show where it takes place in Japan. Okay. Well, it takes place in the demon world too, but a lot of it takes place in Japan and all the characters are Japanese characters. And Netflix goes, you know what? We got to do this right. We're going to contract a Japanese studio to fucking do it. Japanese studio, Japanese writers, let's go. And the acquisition director Kazutaka Sakamoto as the executive producer who also did the movie wild seven and brave heart. Umizaru, And, uh, is producing it. So, um, in which Sakamoto noted that he grew up with the original manga and he still vividly remembers its excitement and impact it had. He said that Netflix is assembling a team of the best talent from Japan and abroad. So, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be like a collaboration, hopefully, and it'll be great. So we'll see. We'll see as more details come out. Obviously, I'm not going to give like a full opinion on it, but you never know. Uh, the blue period anime reveals staff and visual. This is hopefully, I think this is premiering, uh, this year sometime. Um, but it is about Yatora. He's a perfect high school student with good grades and lots of friends. It's an effortless performance and ultimately a dull one, but he wanders into the art room one day and a lone painting captures his eye, awakening him to a kind beauty he never knew compelled and consumed. He dives in headfirst, and he's about to learn how savage and unforgiving art can be. Yeah, I mean, I've never—it's based on a manga. I've never read it, but I—I've definitely heard some things about it, and I've heard that it's pretty good. So we'll see. Um, oops, I clicked on the wrong thing, y'all. Hold on a second. There we go. Uh, Funimation Crunchyroll to stream My Hero Season Five. So there you go. If you got Verve, no problem. Uh, if you got a Funimation or Crunchyroll, there you go. So it's going to be all over. Um, that third film is supposed to come out this summer in Japan. So hopefully we'll see something of it maybe by fall in everywhere else. So that'll be cool. Live-action Tokyo Avengers film rescheduled to July 9th after COVID-19 delay. Um, yeah, it got delayed again. So, I mean, I honestly don't care. I want everyone to be safe, obviously. So, uh, But, yeah, for those of you excited about it, it's rescheduled. uh to July 9th, so, and we already got, I mean, we've pretty much already got a trailer for it, kind of, so, like, I think they're done filming, I think it's just a bunch of other stuff, you know, like, probably, you know, they went on lockdown again, and they had the, the, the couple earthquakes this, these past couple months, so, I'm sure that's part of it as well, so, just as long as everyone's safe, that's all that matters, um, final Evangelion film earns 4.9 billion yen after 14 days. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I read another article uh, earlier, which I think that article came out just, like, shortly after this one. Uh, why didn't I have it open? Oh, it's right here. Okay. Yeah, it's still at the number one spot. Yep. <laughs> uh, for a context, okay, four point nine four, Okay, 4,934,996,800 yen which is $45.37 million in two weeks. Fuck. Fuck, dude. Actually, you know what? Hold on a second. I want to see if I can find the budget. Let's see. da 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 Box office. Oh, it doesn't say the budget. Okay. I'll try and find that because I'm curious. But, yeah. 4.9 billion yen in two weeks, which is 45 million dollars. Uh, US dollars. Uh, Tsukihime visual novel remake launches on August 26th, which is like, I mean, it's perfect because obviously, uh, you know, the the Melty Blood prequel is coming out. So that's just perfect timing. The Dungeon of Black Company TV anime reveals promo. More cast and visual. This looks like, uh, Kind of like a fun fantasy um, treasure hunting kind of party anime. Uh, Kinji, who lacks any kind of worth ethic, is layabout in his modern life. One day he finds himself transported to another world. But, okay, never mind. Moving on. <laughs> God damn it, you fucking guys. I'm just done. Why can't it just, why does he got to be transported to another world? Why can't it just be like a fantasy? Why can't you just make a fantasy? Wow. Oh. What a wild concept. Uh, Waboku, A1 Pictures Eve is being Kaito's animated animated music video premieres Sunday. So tomorrow, guys. Um, Yeah, that's going to be cool. Sony Music Japan. Um, And uh, yeah, dude. By the artist who did the second ending to Promised Neverland. Dr. Stone Anime is renewed for a third season. So there you go. We're already getting a third season. Uh, stone wars being the second so that's really exciting uh, i think the manga still going and it's going crazy so bushy road reports losses in second quarter due to COVID 19 i mean that's that sucks i mean again for those of you who don't know bushy road is the company they're a multimedia company they have anime they have card games they have anime for their card games they also make uh other tabletop accessories and um i think they even had like a wrestling thing at one point they signed like wrestlers and shit um oh yeah they own new japan pro wrestling sorry um but yeah so there you go uh that sucks um which is like some people wouldn't really care about that because a lot of people hate bushy road for how they how they handle stuff uh I just want to say that that's like bushy road north american division they're the ones who handle shitty things shitty um how they handle stuff in japan i don't know but yeah uh, anyway for those uh, competitive weiss and card card fight vanguard players out there just uh, just so you know girls frontline tv anime first promo video reveals main cast global streaming this is based on the game and it's set in an alternate timeline uh, near future Earth in the 2060s, at the aftermath of a military accident that resulted in widespread disease, as well as the recent conclusion of careless nuclear war, has massively depopulated the planet, rendered much of the surface uninhabitable, The reduced once great nations to shadows of their former selves. Androids used for labor and combat have become an important facet of life, and easy, replicable, and disposable androids known as the tactical dolls are used by private military companies in the front lines. Of numerous brush fire wars, in the game, the player takes the role of a fresh commander in a PMC, commanding T-Dolls to fight against a new AI threat. So, yeah, we're getting an anime of it, and it's going to be cool. So, yeah, for those of you who have not played the game, there's a way to enjoy the story. Pine Jam, uh, Studio Pine Jam, reveals do-it-yourself original TV anime. Uh, DIY! Um, this looks like a cute anime, honestly. The anime will follow the daily lives of high school girls as they face struggles working on DIY projects. Um, I really like the style of this. The girls look kind of, uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, like a shorter style, um, kind of like Azekin in a way, you know? Um, Not necessarily the art style. I just mean, like, the way, like, the the proportions are. But, um, yeah, they're, like, making cabinets and furniture, all kinds of DIY things. Looks really cute. That could be really cute. So Studio Pine Jam is pretty legit. Uh, Studio Kara's live-action Shin Ultraman film has been delayed due to Shimona Virus, of course. Um, but yeah, Studio Kara working on a live-action Ultraman film. I mean, that's got to be Anno's dream, right? Because, like, Evangelion was, like... You know, Evangelion had so many... Um, inspirations from, like, Tokusatsu, Giant Hero, Kaiju stuff. And it's just... I, I, I gotta wonder how Anno feels like he got to do Shin Godzilla which was one of his inspirations and now he gets to do Shin Ultraman or his studio rather um I don't know who the director is um but um oh it's Shinji Higuchi and his Higuchi Gumi team are helming the project and Evangelion creator Ano is in charge of planning and scripts so yeah there you go that's pretty sweet uh Resident Evil Infinite Darkness CG anime's footage highlights Claire Redfield field. Uh, this is coming, uh, sometime this year, uh, on Netflix. Um, the movie takes place in 2006, um, where American federal agent Leanne S. Kennedy is among the group invited to the White House to investigate the incident, um, that were found in the presidential files of the White House network. Uh, yeah. So we got Leanne S. Kennedy and, uh, Claire Redfield, Claire Redfield. Both his characters are just fine as wine. They're so fine. Uh, Record of Ragnarok anime promo video unveils worldwide June debut on Netflix. So, this is a Netflix jail right now, but we can expect it hopefully worldwide premiere this summer. Um, I'm excited for this. This is basically just God Fight Tournament the anime. We have Brunhild, uh, Gear, Lu Bu, Thor, Zeus, uh, Adam, as in like Adam and Eve, uh, Kojiro Sasaki the legendary, like, fucking dual-wielding samurai, Poseidon, Hermes, Heimdall, Odin, Shiva, Aphrodite, Loki, Ares, um, just fucking wild. Um, it's every 1,000 years, all the gods of the world gather in heaven to attend the conference of mankind's survival. All the gods agree to bring an ultimate end to the mankind due to their past foolish acts. But before the final verdict is made, Brunhild, the eldest of the 13 Valkyrie sisters, makes an objection. To spite things, spice things up, why don't you test humans? Her proposal was to have God versus Humanity's final struggle, also known as the Ragnarok, where all the gods from the world and champions from the entire human history enters a one-on-one battle. The first team to win 7 battles out of 13 will be the winner. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It seems almost impossible for the humans to win against gods, although gods sneer at them. Brunhild makes a further provocation... Are you chickening out? That touches God's nerves, and they accept her proposal in anger. Therefore, Brunhild and her sisters must choose thirteen of the strongest champions throughout human history. Yeah, that's it's gonna be sick. I've heard the manga is fucking wild, so like this is gonna be it's gonna be fun cool. Um, Netflix unveiled two new promo videos for its four-episode original anime Eden. Uh, this is that, that CG anime where it's like those two robots who find a child, and like the world is like abandoned completely, pretty much void of human race um set thousands of years in the future been hyping this one up for a long time and we're finally got a date of may 2021 worldwide on netflix so hopefully we'll review that the genius princess guide to raising a nation out of debt anime teaser reveal staff um I don't know if this is an Isikai, It kind of seems like one. The prince of this small and weak kingdom strives for only one thing, selling out his country and living a quiet life in leisure. Sadly, the greatest obstacle he will ever face is his own genius. As he achieves even ever greater accomplishments, he earns more and more favor of the people of his kingdom, which makes fulfilling his own dreams all the harder. So basically it's about a lazy king and his nation and shit. Um, I think it's going to be a short, so I'm not sure. But yeah, if you kind of like that stuff, it's supposed to be a comedy. New game manga ends in the 13th volume. We're finally getting an ending to this manga, which I'm not sure how well the anime adapts it. Um, But yeah, it's a workplace manga obviously. And Friday, that the manga will end in the 13th volume. So uh, the manga did inspire the anime adaptation, of course. And uh, yeah. New game is pretty cool if you've never heard of it or never seen it. It's really good. Fate Franchise gets two new manga by Daisuke Dice um, Daisuke Moriyama did World Embryo and Chrono Crusade. And Kadokawa's monthly comic, Dengeki Dayo. Uh, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, Fate Grand Order, Saber Wars 2 um, are the two manga that we are getting. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's put that at the end. Jujutsu Kaisen anime gets filmed this winter. The 24th and final episode of the current Jujutsu Kaisen television anime ended on Friday with an announcement that a film... Um, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie, will open this winter. The film is based on Gege Akutami's Jujutsu Kaisen Zero Tokyo Toritsu Jujutsu Koto Senmengako, or better known as Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Uh, manga prequel story with Mappa animating again and Toho distributing. So yeah, very excited. We were we were kind of wondering. There was talks about there being a Jujutsu Kaisen movie and a lot of people were worried that that they were gonna make the next season be that. Um, kind of like how Demon Slayer is doing it with the Mugen Train movie. Um, But no, it turns out that it's actually just this, which is the prequel story, which you can read. It's just called Jujutsu Kaisen, and it's it's just volume zero. So yeah, which I have yet to read uh, yet. I I just haven't read it yet. Man charged illegally with, with illegally recording Demon Slayer anime film Yeah, they're not fucking around over there. He was filming the screen, and they caught him, and whoops. Uh, Bandai Namco Arts, Dina, announced anime, game, for tact op classical music battle project in 2021. Bandai Namco Arts and Dina announced on Friday that they will produce a new anime and game in 2021 as part of their tact op project, which depicts music art. Girls Who Battle with Classical Music. The company has also unveiled the cast staff in several promotional videos. Yeah, this looks really cool. Um... There's not really much story uh, revealed yet, but um, it's like each each kind of girl holds like a particular piece of classical music and they battle with that music. So like the character Carmen, she holds the score for Carmen, which is the opera based on uh, based on the opera Carmen by George Bizet, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Aniplex reveals "Visual Prison," visual K TV anime with Simple Gear's Noriyasu Agamatsu. Aniplex announced during its panel at Anime Japan 2021 on Saturday that it's producing a new original television anime titled "Visual Prison," with Simple Gear and Wild Arms series creator Noriyasu Agamatsu credited for the original work and music production. And Aniplex's one Pictures as animation studio. The anime will premiere this October. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it's an anime about. Uh, visual K musicians, and they're vampires. Um, if you don't know what visual K is, it's basically a subgenre of Japanese rock. It's very theatrical, very elaborate in visual presentations, gothic aesthetics, um, like melodic orchestra shit with mixed with like rock, whether it's heavy rock or or punk rock or whatever. And uh yeah, it's very cool. You could you could say it's like the equivalent of glam rock. Except way cooler and not stupid sounding, so yeah, there you go. I'm excited for that. This could be like, I I, th- I suppose it's gonna be something like Bang Dream or um, Love Live and things like that, you know. Except it actually looks good and not dumb. But yeah, yeah, I'm on one today, so I got time today. If you want to fuck with me, anyway. VV Fluoride I Song. We've been hyping this up for like the past, I don't even know, a couple months now. The first two episodes will premiere on April third, so for spring, this is Wit Studio's original anime in which AI is kind of rule the way of life kind of. The story takes place in Nearland, a theme park where dreams, hope, and science exist together as an AI theme park. The theme park is where the first automated human type AI is born. Vivi is an AI who sings on stage to park attend for park attendees every day, as it is her direct directive to make everyone happy through song. She performs wholeheartedly for the attendees at the park. One day, an AI named Matsumoto appears before her. He says he has come from 100 years in the future with the directive of working with Vivi to correct history and to stop the war between AI and humans that breaks out 100 years from now. The 100-year journey of the AI songstress Vivi begins. Um, So, yeah, that seems really cool. I watched the trailer. It looks amazing. The animation looks really sweet. And I I think it could be a cool story. I like the concept a lot. Um, So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, the promised Neverland trends in the United States over botched anime ending. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this a few times I, on the regular podcast on the newscast. Apparently they just completely pulled like a, what do you call it? What did they do? Didn't they do it with like Kami got killed? Wasn't that one of them they did it with? They completely omitted some major arcs in the manga to shorten it. So this season of promised Neverland is the last season. It's the end of it all. So yeah, it's done. It's, it's crazy. Um, and so it got, it got an original ending because of that. So a lot of people are, are, are wild and they're, they're, they're upset. And I mean, I kind of, you know, I, I understand why, because we're getting a lot of shonen out there right now. We're getting a lot of anime, um, being adapted from Shonen Jump, and they're just doing it straight up, and then they give they finally give us the promised Neverland, and then just decide to change it. You know, um, obviously there's more details on 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 how they're doing that, and obviously um, the the manga the manga guy had was supervising everything. So I mean, the manga guy was in on it. You know, so I don't fucking know, uh, but that sucks. So um, we will probably talk about that. I'm probably still gonna finish it just because obviously I'm invested in the story already. So we'll see. Uh, here's the big piece of anime news, and then I got a little opinion at the end. But uh, reports, U.S. Justice Department extends antitrust review of Sony's proposed acquisition of Crunchyroll. Technology website The Information reported on Wednesday that the U.S. Justice Department has extended its antitrust review of Sony's proposed $1.175 billion acquisition 1.175 billion dollar acquisition of Crunchyroll from at&t the information notes that the review which seeks to determine if the deal would give sony dominance over anime streaming could delay the sale by several months and could also potentially kill it um, justice department attorneys are reviewing the deal to see if it would give japanese animation studios fewer options to distribute shows in the u.s the information adds that the review could take six months or longer, and that if the department does not approve the merger, it would sue to block it. So, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. Obviously, we're not going to know for several months. But, yeah, that's pretty wild. So, I have an opinion. Whoop-de-doo, some has an opinion. Take it with a grain of salt. Okay. Because obviously there's, there's a few parts of this where I think we can all disagree on. Um, but like, you know, I don't know. So here's, here's the deal. This article was posted in, in the discord. That was like Nintendo Sanrio animal crossing event ruined by scalpers and purchase bots. Yeah, dude, that's, (laughs) that sucks. Um it, it, you know, it, it, that's really annoying. It's really annoying. It ruins it for the people who just want Sanrio stuff. And um, there was a couple of people today on our Discord who were talking about it and how they were struggling to order from Target and you know, online and stuff like that. Um, let me just read this article. If there's one thing that 2020 and 2021 has taught us about the video game market is that the garbage people who make their living off scalping and in-demand items will absolutely ruin any sort of launch people are excited for. Any hope of having a good press day where you can show people happily holding the thing they waited for has now been replaced by negative moments and news beats showcasing these monsters on Twitter standing before their pile of bot-assisted games. Uh, unsurprisingly, businesses have not really learned from this, well, at least in America, where we absolutely refuse to enact the anti-scalping legislation that other countries have effectively made work for years now. They don't really seem pressed as they're making money through They're no longer getting the positive press anymore. So here's the thing about scalping. I mean, we saw it with the PS5, too. Um, and then it's funny because then the scalpers went on Twitter. The PS5 scalpers went on Twitter later like asking for fucking pity and remorse and shit and it's like no fuck you I think scalping is bull crap I and it sucks because like from a from a a, from one standpoint I can be like well I guess that's they're they're just trying to make the hustle they're trying to make money in the age of the pandemic when a lot of people got laid off um, maybe this was their idea and their way of trying to make money at the same time that's really hard for me to believe when you're one when one of those people or one of those groups of people is like 10 guys or 5 5 guys or 5 people and they buy th- like 30 PS5s with bot assistance and then sell them for double what it's worth you had that much money to buy 30 PS5s it kind of makes you think, are these people really struggling during the pandemic? Were they really struggling during the pandemic at all if they had that money to begin with? There was millions of things you can probably do with that money to start making more money. Invest in stock. Invest in marketing for another kind of business you want to do. Buy a camera and vlog something. Make Start a YouTube channel do something, I don't know. You know what I mean? And literally anything else. But you chose to to knock off 30 PS5s off of BestBuy.com. Like, okay, how much is the PS5? It's like 500 bucks, right? 30 times 500. You know what I mean? Like, you had that much money. And obviously, it's like, I think one of the articles I read was like, it was like a group of four or five guys. So obviously, they pulled their money together. But still... Still, dude. And these people ruin it for everyone. And we were just talking about this. I was just talking about this a couple weeks ago. Was it last week or a couple weeks ago? I don't remember. But, um, you know, where we, I was talking about the Digimon cards and how it was hard for me to find trial decks. I'm trying to find trial decks right now for, for some friends. Um, and I'm still missing a few of them that I, that I, that I need to send to people. And it's just ridiculous because they're, 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 because of how, it's partly because of how Bandai handled distribution. Obviously, they didn't distribute enough. And then the pandemic, on top of that, delaying posts and everything like that. But then it's like, then the game stores and stuff like that, they take advantage. They take advantage, dude. One of the trial decks I need is at a game store like, 20 minutes away from here from where I live and they 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 upcharged it to 40 bucks because they know the demand for it. And that's so that's so lame. That's you might as well be a scalper at that point. You might as well be scalping people at that point. Like that's so dumb. It's now getting on the level where game stores are doing it with their own product that they are being distributed. And that is so lame, dude. That's so lame. It's so fucked up. Everyone should be able to like, I don't know how hard it is to just like have a rule that says one per person or one per like, so like if it's the first three Digimon trial decks, right? There's three, there's three of them. One, one of each color per person or something. One PS5 per person up to two PS5s per party or something, obviously, like, right, like, because what if you were getting it as a gift for somebody or something, you know what I mean? It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And, and these scalpers just think, hey, well, if you don't want to buy one of ours, you can always wait another six months, because obviously they're going to keep making them. First of all, they they shouldn't have to wait six months. They should have just been able to buy one, but now they can't because you bought 30 to 50 of them. Like that's so stupid. And like on the other side of that, people could argue you could argue, well, people are dumb enough to pay for it. People are dumb enough to, to pay for that upcharge to get it. And it's like I it's like okay, yeah, maybe, but also maybe the fact that a mom who finally scrounged up enough money to buy her, her kids or a dad or whatever or parents, whatever. The the parents or have scrounged up enough money to ...to to finally buy their kids a PS5... ...and they're ready to fucking go... ...and now they have to turn around and tell their kids no... ...or they have to spend the extra upcharge... ...whatever that upcharge is... ...and lose money... ...because they're desperate for their kids... ...they're desperate to get their kids something... ...you know what I mean? Especially during a pandemic... ...kids had their birthdays... ...during the beginning of the pandemic... You know, kids had their birthdays at parks or they just had them at home without their friends. Maybe the parents wanted to get their kids something nice. You know what I mean? Or, well, the PS5 wasn't out then. It just came out in December. But, but like, no, still, though, same thing. Same concept, right? Same concept, right? It It's so, that's so lame. That's so lame. There are some people out there who are desperate to have this console. You know what I mean? W- w- picture this. Picture this scenario. Picture this scenario: I sell my PS4 and my Xbox One. I don't have an Xbox One, by the way, but I'm just let's pretend. So I have a PS4 and Xbox One, and I decide, hey, why don't I sell these on eBay or Craigslist or something to help me pay for a PS5 when it comes out? Maybe I repair a few other Game Boys and I sell those. Okay, so I have gotten rid of things from my personal collection of of games. To pay for a PS5. And all of a sudden come to find out. It gets sold out in 5 minutes on BestBuy.com. Or whatever the fuck. Amazon. Whatever the fuck. Because some scalper group or some scalper. Bought 50 of them or 30 of them. And now they're just gone. And now I have to go to the scalpers. With all my money. Plus maybe come up with an extra 300 to $500. Because that's the upcharge they put on it. Imagine that selling all of your stuff, and it's like, well, fuck! I already sold all my stuff, and I really want one. Now I'm just left without any consoles. You know what I mean? Because I don't have to fucking wait until they come out again so I can get a retail. I'm not gonna fucking pay you eight hundred dollars for one. It's so lame, man. It's it's so lame. And tell me if I'm tell me if I'm not seeing another side of this. And if I'm not, please tell me. I would love to know. I would love to know. I just think it's, 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 I just think it's lame. I think it's lame as fuck. There's, it, it sucks because like you can, you can apply this, this next statement I'm going to say, there's always somebody who's got to ruin it for everybody else. Some, there's always somebody or something that's got to ruin it for everybody else. That's literally scalpers. And you could apply that to any aspect of life. There's already there's always going to be that one bitch who ruins it for everyone else. There's that one drunk bitch at the concert who starts a fight and then everybody gets gets kicked out of the venue and we don't get a concert. That's that's just, that's the same concept, same thing. And I mean <laughs> that's so lame. Why do you got to ruin it for other people? You have no consideration. You're a piece of shit. And if I'm wrong, tell me. But honestly like the way I see it is it's just like it's like you're at the buffet line and you get to the fried chicken there's two only two pieces of chicken left two pieces of breast fried chicken there's you and a kid behind you with a plate and it's like you go up and take both pieces and walk away and the kid's just like okay well fuck like how hard is it to like just leave one for the person behind you you know what I mean so stupid. If you're a scalper and you're listening to this right now, turn it off. I don't want you listening to my podcast. I don't want you listening to all the hard work me, Nick, and Danny put into this shit. I don't want you listening to our podcast. And as far as I'm concerned, you can go to hell. So, if I'm wrong, tell me. If I'm wrong, come at me and tell me. Because I I, I want to know. I want to know what compels people to do this. I want to know. So, anyway, that being said... I hope you guys enjoyed that. I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening every week. You know, I got nothing but love for all of y'all and you allow me to do this every week and just fuck around, have fun, yell at Nick and Danny and Smokey and I love it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That being said, I've been Sam and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.